guys, welcome to this edition of the SA Crypto Market Analysis with myself, James Preston. And myself, Graham Tennant. And this edition proudly sponsored by Altcoin Trader. Altcoin Trader offer you over 20 cryptocurrencies and the new edition, which is now six months old. They've offered it for quite some time and it's produced incredible results of late is the offering of gold and silver in these uncertain times. Of course, gold and silver produce a great safe haven and they offer Krugerrands, gold and silver Krugerrands, which uh, you can invest in live on their platform. Check them out, altcointrader.co.za. They trade in over 12 million rands worth of volume every single day. I've been to their offices. I know them well. I know their team, their customer service team are all remarkable. So check them out, altcointrader.coza. Graham, this edition, um, we're heading into the weekend. The halving is getting closer, but Bitcoin has been bouncing around like a an electric in between two electric fences it's just down one second up the other second um and uh, yeah. extreme volatility at the moment what's going on yeah 100 percent. i mean it's been moving in a fairly volatile sideways manner for some time um and i mean we did get a really nice bounce off the lows that we got in the middle of march but uh, that's that run has now been brought to a halt it hasn't been a big smackdown uh, which has been pleasing by by most uh, respects. But um, I think the, the major theme that I'm seeing is just dollar strength. And that doesn't just apply to Bitcoin, that's applying to um, the financial markets across the board. And it is the mighty dollar right now. And that's, I think, along with Bitcoin and the rest of the financial markets is, is suppressing um, the price action of, of Bitcoin in particular and, and preventing it from moving to higher highs. All right. So it's kind of 50-50 from what I'm, I'm seeing. I mean, we've got a couple of guys on our various groups saying that we're going down to 6,100. Other guys saying we're heading up to 8,000. What do you reckon could happen in light of um, the US dollar strengthening at the moment? So yeah, again, back to March, I mean, we had that big, uh, that big uh, drop all the way from well, I mean, as, as a, a local high of 10,000, you know, all the way down to below 5,000 and, and we even got wicks at 4,000. So from there, you know, we did move up very significantly and, and in good fashion. Um, and we found that the 6,800 was a really significant level. So I'm going to go down to the four hour chart here. So that's, sorry, did I say 4,600? I meant 6,800. So the 6,800 level, <laughs> we took a very long time to break through that level on the way up. You know, you can see here, I've, I've put it in a, in a, a blue dotted line at the, at the top of my blue zone here. And we've, we've tried once, twice, well, on, on, a, on a couple of occasions in this cluster here, uh, three times, and eventually we broke up to the upside of, of that 6,800. But now we're getting sucked back towards that level. So that's that's just being, uh, been really cemented as a really significant price level um, for Bitcoin. And now it's threatening to break to the downside, in my opinion. And you know, if, if we can hold that ground um, in, in the face of the, of the dollar strength that we've seen, then that would, be, that, that would be great. And if we can move up from here, I think that would be really positive. But um, yeah, I mean, we just have to wait and see which way the market wants to move here. We had um, that really nice trade on that we discussed. Um, but we did have a, a rising wedge developing and we did eventually break out the bottom of that rising wedge, which essentially put an end 
to that um, that rally. You mentioned that you are a little bit bearish, um, not enough so to open a short position because even though you are a hodler and an accumulator, uh, we know that you like to to increase your Bitcoin holdings by uh, short-term opportunities that you see in the markets, whether that be um, uh, the opportunity to go long or short. But you did mention earlier in this episode that you are um, a little bearish at the moment. Uh, obviously, not enough to open a short position right now. Look, if you're going to press me uh, for, for a movement, I am slightly biased to the downside. Um, so let's call it 51 percent wow that is extremely Um, that is extremely (laughs) slight isn't it and and hence the reason i'm not opening up any shorter term positions again what i do like to look for when i do enter um short-term leverage positions is a contraction of volatility so i want to see that squeezing that that store up of energy and then uh, building a position uh, in that process and then obviously looking to profit as we move into uh, a more volatile volatile state uh, but in the meantime, I'm very happy to sit on my, my HODL Bitcoin. If we do drop low from here, I'll, I'll, I'll try to scratch around and find some more money. But a very little dry powder left of the last dip that we had to, buy, uh, to, to, find, you know, to try to find some more um, to enter at lower positions. But you know, in general, the big picture for me is that um, you know, I think this financial crisis worsens. And ultimately, the dollar and fiat in general comes under pressure. So my goal is to build up Bitcoin. Um, along with gold and silver and other safe haven assets that are immune to or at least are going to be resistant to inflation and um, be in a position to hold as many of those hard assets um, when when the real um, crisis unfolds. So that's really my longer term strategy. And if I can pick up a couple leverage positions on the way there that can help me boost my, my holdings, then I'm definitely looking to take advantage of that as well. But um, yeah, no, no conditions right now that uh, look interesting uh, for that type of trading at the moment. So talking about the economic crisis unfolding, um, you've spoken a few times about the strength of the US dollar. Do you want to take us through any charts that confirm that? Outside of crypto, you know, so, you know, so some of the things I'm looking to trade are the emerging market currencies uh, versus the dollar. So obviously dollar strength is the main theme. And then you want to trade whatever is strong against whatever is weak. And right now, what, what looks exceptionally weak are the emerging market currencies. Obviously, you've seen um, the, the RAND come under a lot of pressure. We know that, that as South Africans, um, I mean, that was a un, uh, pretty unbelievable move. Um, I did put a tweet out about this, if I am going to blow my own trumpet, <laughs> to say that I expected us to break through uh, the 15.50 level, and that was going to be significant. And my target there was actually 17 uh, thousand uh, or 1750 which we actually got some overperformance after we hit that target um, but there's a whole bunch I mean the ruble um, th- that's along with the oil story uh, saw the ruble come under a lot of pressure the Aussie uh, dollar compared to the the US dollar is also under pressure they've had a bit of a bounce but looks like it's going to uh, weaken further and um, the Korean one this is a trade that I really like the look of might be a little bit of a messy chart here um, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting some big things coming from, well, big uh, loss in value for the one. So yeah, that's a quick fly through. So those are the, are, are the trades outside of crypto that's keeping me busy for now, while things are a little bit sleepy in the crypto market. Out of interest, like, where are you making those kind of trades? What uh, Forex platforms do you use? So I use a couple. Um, I use Scandinavian capital markets. 
Um, they're great for high leverage um, and they are a secure, in a secure jurisdiction uh, in Sweden, which, which is great. Um, and then IG is the other one I use. You don't ah, get the yes. same type of leverage there, but you get a lot more variety on, on the IG platform. Of course, yes. We, we saw IG Wealth uh, at CryptoFest last year, 2019, down in Cape Town. Um, and uh, it's interesting that you brought this up. I mean, uh, it, it all speaks to the holistic picture um, because these emerging markets are taking such a beating as so many people exit them into the stronger US dollar. Um, and so talking about these forex, uh, these, these foreign exchange currencies is pertinent to the argument. Um, what kind mm. of leverage do you use? Because there's also the other side of the coin right now that a lot of forex and binary options scammers are out um, prowling the hallways, if you like, prowling the the uh, the SMS lines, the email lines, the trading groups, and saying, "Hey, I can offer you five percent returns a day on our forex platform." Um, and I think that's why I asked you the question of where you are applying your trades. Um, but also, yep. it would be interesting to know what kind of um, leverage you use on those platforms for such trades. Probably on average between twenty x and 50x okay okay all right on, on, those, on those positions well yeah. that's that's fair because as you say a lot of the forex uh, exchanges use 100 plus leverage and it's pretty gruesome out there um graham uh, moving on from from uh, forex markets uh, the altcoins is there anything that you wanted to share with us around those markets or are they just looking extremely dangerous right now um so we did touch on it last week because we were seeing quite a bit of action in the crypto market in general and obviously your, your altcoins do um, move with more volatility so there were quite a, a large number of people getting excited about that. I, I, I was quite cautious because I felt that we were running into a significant area of resistance and that is that blue band there that I've highlighted and that's effectively what, what we've got is a is a, a moderate sell-off once we've reached that level um, and now yeah same as Bitcoin we just need to wait and see which way the trend reasserts. Yeah, are we going to? Is it a down move from here, or is it an up move from here? The next, the next impulsive move will be significant because I think that's going to give us the indication about you know where the the longer term trend uh, wants to take us. Um, but for now, like like I said, I'm, I'm waiting for the market to tell tell us what its next move is. When, when the market is moving sideways uh, with with uh, moderate volatility, that's when retail traders and your day traders generally get um, yeah, get uh, turned over, um, to put it politely. Um, <laughs> so rather wait for a clear setup, be patient, uh, trade less, uh, you'll generally make more. That's the old saying. Uh, yeah, wait, wait for the right setups to come along and be selective. You know, don't, don't, don't be trying to jump in and out the market that's, that's trending sideways, unless you're a trend uh, trader, but um, that, that's not my um, specific strategy and um, it's a bit like surfing you know if there's no waves in the ocean don't bother going out there uh, you could get eaten by a shark so rather stay on the beach wait for the for, for the waves and the swell to pick up and then um, into the market when when there's something clear for you to get involved in so you, you mentioned there that you're not a trend uh, trader what kind of trader would you classify yourself as so I look to trade uh, breakouts um, and particularly breakouts after a volatility contraction. So yeah, if there's a neater word for that, then um, I'll try to find it. But that's 
that's probably the best description I can give you at the moment. Graham, <laughs> any final final comments before we wrap up? One thing that caught my interest was the Charlie Shrem tweet. Is that because little, of, little, I was going to say, is that because of his uh, cursing that attracted your attention to it? <laughs> I'd like to say no, but... Uh, <laughs> you can't miss that, can you? Those big capital letters do jump out at you. They do indeed. They do indeed. <laughs> so, so he's saying that, um, well, he's pointing to the uptick in volume of the grayscale instrument, which is an instrument uh, generally used by institutions to get access to crypto, including Bitcoin. And you know, he's seeing uh, a large increase in the volume there. Um, so that for him, he's saying, well, look, the institutions are on their way. There's a total of $1.6 billion uh, allocated to this instrument. Um, but what I really enjoyed most was the was one of the replies here um, saying that, you know, it's not about the bees, not about the billions, it's about the trillions. If you're looking for a real institutional investment um, and it gives a breakdown of your kind of investable universe in traditional markets. Um, but just the thought of some of those trillions finding their way into Bitcoin, especially as this financial crisis unfolds, that's what re- is really exciting to me. Um, yeah, that's and it's. Again, the analogy is like elephants jumping into a jacuzzi, I think, because there's, if the institutions really do come, there's not going to be anywhere for, for that uh, liquidity to go, except you know, for, for it being a, a real rocket fuel injection into the Bitcoin price. So, yeah, that's maybe a thought I'll, I'll leave you with. All right. Well, there we go. Graham Tennant, our financial analyst on this week's edition of uh, Market Analysis. This edition proudly sponsored by Altcoin Trader. Check him out, altcointrader.co.za. 20 cryptos, which you can invest directly with your South African rands. All their banking systems are up and running after the FMB saga. Everything's fine and they've got a great support team. And of course, you can invest in gold and silver directly. Gold and silver Kruger rands directly on their platform as one of the options that you can trade in. Uh, Check them out, altcointrader.co.za. From myself, James Preston. And myself, Graham Tennant. It's goodbye for now. Cheers for now. SA Crypto is not a registered financial advisory, and the information provided in this market analysis is for informational purposes only. Each audience member is responsible for their own financial decisions, and SA Crypto cannot be held responsible for any decisions made by those within its audience. SA Crypto strongly encourages all audience members to consult a professional and registered financial advisor before making any financial decisions.